133 on a Thursday. So in the last three podcasts, I made parts one, two, and three about here today, gone tomorrow. I still want to touch on the topic, but I'm going to do it in a different perspective. Now let's compare celebrations with people when they're alive versus people when they're dead. And you're going to say, what do you mean? Well, think about this. Celebrations could be birthdays, anniversaries, parties. uh, It could be any of those when you're alive. When you're dead, well, people talk about funerals. Some parts of the world, when they do a funeral for someone, sometimes it could lead to a celebration, like a parade or something. Well, you think to yourself, why wasn't that done for the person in life? Think about that for a second. I will reflect back on the time in my life when I was younger. I never got invited to a birthday party, and I don't know why. Is it because I was a little obstinate little girl that always would get my way? No. Maybe I was shy. Maybe they figured, well, we don't want someone who's shy because she's not outgoing and she doesn't talk. No, that's not the reason why. I just never was invited. When I grew up, through my teenage years, even through my early 20s to my 30s and so on, I never really had someone come out to me and say, let's let's do something good for her. Let's have a big celebration for her. Like a birthday, a birthday celebration. Everybody comes out and yells, surprise. Not like I said, I don't care about the gifts, although that would be nice. I'll admit it to you. But I want something like that in my lifetime. But then you think to yourself, now let's go back to when you were a child. Were you ever accepted when you were a child? Were you ever accepted as a young adult, an adult? Did you ever have someone revere you or respect you or admire you or say to you, hey, look, you did a great job on this. Keep up the good work. Or, or you know, I admire the things you've done. Look, I've created something. I've invented something. Did you ever get that recognition in life? Probably not as much. But when you die, when you die, that's when all of this positive recognition comes into play. The only thing is you're not going to see it. You're not going to hear it because you're not there. You're gone. Think about that. So now let's compare celebrations with people that are alive versus celebrations of people when they're dying. Again, some funerals are not morbid. There are some funerals that everybody has the singing and the dancing, depending on the culture for where you come from. You remember a person's like, well, what about when they were alive? Did they have any type of a celebration? See, that doesn't sit well with me. That does not sit well with me. And the reason why is I don't like when people tell me well, and then I've heard about this. I've actually had a conversation with this with somebody a long time ago. We were had on this topic, and at the time I didn't think of it. It didn't really register, but now I'm thinking about it because it does make sense. I heard this someone say this to me one time. How come in life when you have like a birthday or some type of an anniversary, you don't get that recognition the way you do until after you're gone? When you're gone, that's when people talk about you more, miss you more, celebrate your life more, but you're not there. So they're celebrating your death, not your life. It's like when an entertainer dies. Say they dropped off the face of the earth. They made all these movies in their earlier in their career and they were great and this and that. And then they just dropped off the face of the earth. You don't know what happened to them. Then you find out that they had some type of an illness and then they died. Now all of a sudden, now people are talking about this person and celebrating their death. Why would you celebrate a death versus a life? Why? 
Explain that to me. Explain it to me so I understand because again, the dead get more respect, get more recognition than the people that are alive. Why is that? If we start forgetting about the people that are alive and ignoring their accomplishments, their goals, their achievements, and we only focus on the dead, well, what happens when the time comes and they do go? Is that when you're gonna remember everything that they've done? You should be careful of how you treat people, what you say to them when they are alive. It matters, it matters. There are some people that don't get recognized in this world, no matter how many times they've tried, I said, don't try too hard, just be yourself. When it happens and you do get discovered and recognized, you will, it will. They will chase down after you, not the other way around. Why should you have to chase after someone for them to notice you? If I go out there and I put a video out there, I'm not expecting anything spectacular to happen. Will some people, yeah, let's have a conversation about this. Well, I will take it a step further. I will take a step further, I will do a video series and we will touch on this topic. And I want people to comment. Not everybody's gonna comment in a positive light. Not everybody's gonna like what you have to say, but they will listen. Because in all honesty, you know that I'm right. When you think of all the birthdays, the parties, the celebrations, the retirements, everybody doesn't get that recognition when they were alive, but they get it after they're gone. So when you die, you make a mark on the world. Well, what about when you're alive? You don't make a mark on the world? You get simply tossed aside. I think it's shameful how people treat others in life. Remember this in your lifetime, whether you're married, you have children, you have siblings, whoever is in your life, treat them with respect and kindness. Praise them, not saying every time, but just give them recognition. Let them get noticed. Be by them 110%. You think that, okay, families are with you 110%. Sometimes they are and sometimes they aren't. They could say, hurtful, cruel things. You know, my own family does not believe in me. You know why? Because they don't think I can succeed in this world. And I think that's shameful to say that to someone when they're alive, but when they're dead, you're gonna regret what you said to them in life. Those words, that phrase is gonna haunt you. Don't tell me, no, it's not. Yes, it is. Anything you, the, the way you treat people in life shows me the type of person you are. You don't care. You don't care. That's a shame right there. Because when they're dead, you're gonna have the celebration, you're gonna have all the positive things that they accomplished in their lifetime, but when they were alive, you never went up to them and said, hey, look, you did a great job, you inspired me. I wanna be like you. Now I don't wanna be like you 110%, I will be my own version, but I can learn a lot from you. But now that they're gone, what's gonna happen? You're mourning for them. When I gave you the example of, and I've, and I've seen this in my lifetime, I've been exposed to it, and it's happened to me too. I'm, I'm, I will admit it to you. There are people that don't like you for whatever reason, but they don't tell you what the reason is. They're like, well, wait a minute, why don't you like me? Are you envious of what I have? You shouldn't be. I have that with a friend, an ex-friend. She compared her life to mine. She thought that I had, quote, lived the rich lifestyle. She actually came over to my house. She looked around, she goes, oh, I love where you're living. It's just a normal home. It's not a mansion. I don't have butlers and guards and all of that. I'm not rich, but that's what she thought. Her way of thinking was, I wanna be like you. No, I want you to be like you. Be yourself, don't copy off of me. I'm nobody special. 
I'm just a person surviving in this world like everybody else, but I take it to an extreme. She had said to me, well, and this is, this is why when I think back to that college year, she had actually screamed at my mother because I was not feeling well. Okay, that was a perfect time. And I heard her from way across the living room. Oh, your daughter was born with a silver spoon in her mouth. She had everything given to her. No, not really. What I had gotten was not with a silver spoon. It was with a wooden spoon. There's a difference right there. A silver spoon is you're entitled, you're rich, you're wealthy. You had people helping you along the way. That's cheating. That is cheating. I'm sorry. If every one of you out there who was of the wealthy, the wealthy category, admit it. You know that I'm right. You know that I'm right. Everything was given to you on a silver platter. You were born with a silver spoon in your mouth. I did not have that. I struggled. I saw my parents struggle, but they made a great life for themselves. They never once complained. When they were growing up, again, in the Great Depression, they had had no childhood whatsoever. They had no education. They got by. They helped out their families to the best of their ability. They, they made it. They're a true success story. I admire people who have struggled and failed. I don't admire people who have not struggled and not failed and said, yeah, I had it easy. You did have it easy because you had help along the way. You're not a grown-up in my book. You had people doing things for you. You've never done anything for yourself. You've never achieved or accomplished anything on your own. You've had people help you along the way. Well, I'm sorry to say it, percentage of the people that are in this world don't have that opportunity the way you have. Don't have that guidance and help. They have to do it on their own. I admire people who struggle and fail. Again, struggling and failing are strengths. If you don't see that, I'm sorry. What do you want me to tell you? Again, as a perfect example with my father. He never gave up. He worked his hardest to give us a good life, and he did. Him and my mother both were a team. They did a great, fantastic, phenomenal job. That's a true success story that I could proudly let people know in a live video. If someone were to interview me and say, hey, look, how did you get to where you are? Well, my parents, number one, they were my teachers, my mentors, my inspiration, my guide. They taught me about life. How do you handle situations? How do you handle crisis? How do you handle obstacles? How do you get through life with a positive mentality? You don't go through life negative. When you go through life negative, you're not gonna succeed. You're not. You're gonna give up every single time. So you have to struggle and you have to fail as many times to get up there. That's the true meaning of success in my book. But if you tell me, no, you're wrong, but that's your opinion. I'm telling you what my two initials or my two names are. Humble survivor, humble, compassionate, compassion, humble. You put them in the same category because people who are humble are compassionate. They understand the struggles. They've been through it. They've grown up. They've watched their parents go through what you're going through now. And if my parents could see me now, they would be proud of me. But my mother right now is not happy because of how I'm dealing with it alone. I said, but mom, I'm not gonna be alone for long because I have a man who I love very much. We're gonna get through life's obstacles and struggles together. Isn't that what you want for me? And I know she wants me to be happy because before she left this earth, she wanted that. It's sad to say 
she wasn't around to see me have a happiness, have happiness in my life. She saw me struggle from day one. I was going through an emotional time in my life and she tried to hide her tears because when I looked over and said, mom, why are you crying? I don't like to see you alone. It tears me up. What's gonna happen when I go? You're gonna be alone. Well, look at what happened. Look at the circumstances, I am alone. Even though, yes, I have family, but again, family is leading their own lives. We don't see each other as often as we should. And I separate myself from my family because I want to be able to prove to them, not only them, but to myself, that I can make it in this world. If you give up, if you give up all the time, if you spew negative onto you, you're never gonna get ahead. It's good to have someone in your life you can fall back on because you can do it together. You do it together as a team, okay? Think of it in these terms. Not everybody has that person, and if they do, they don't understand each other. What bothers me in this day and age is how people are treated in life. I don't like the name calling, the bad mouthing, the shaming of a person. You're, the thing, you're, you're shaming them of their flaws. Now everybody's got flaws. Everybody's got skeletons closet. There's nothing wrong with that. Let's look past it now. Look at what they achieve in life. Because when they're gone, that's when they get remembered. They get remembered for the things that they're done. And it's a shame in this day and age. What about when you're alive now? What, the people in your life, in your matter, that are alive now, they don't matter? You have to wait until they die? Because my friend had said to me, this was a long time ago, in my college years. That's why I said, I don't understand where this came from. They came out and said this. It is a sad fact in society that people get revered, respected, remembered, celebrated when they're gone versus when they're in life now, now. Why is that? That's a slap in the face. So in other words, I have to do all of these accomplishments within a given time, within a given time before I can get recognized and then I have to die, but I'm not gonna know it. You know why? Because I'm not gonna hear it, I'm not gonna see it. You can eulogize me, you could say great things about me after I'm gone, but you should do it when you're alive too. That's what matters. People matter. And it pains me to see that. You know, you turn on the news. I don't watch the news anymore because it's all negative and I'm trying to avoid negativity. I watch stuff about life, celebrate life. Celebrate the people in your life, the people that you have now, because one day when they go, it's, you're gonna have that reverse thinking. It's gonna happen, trust me. If you didn't like someone right now, if you made enemies with someone, if you didn't like someone, if you had all this uh, uh, negativity toward this person, what happens when they, say if they fall ill to something or, or, or worse, they get into a car accident, they don't make it? All of a sudden, backwards thinking, oh, now I miss them. Now I miss them and I wish they were here and now you're gonna say great things about them but when, you, when they were alive, you hated them. Now hate's a strong emotion. Don't ever say the word hate. You could say, I just like you. I don't like you. Never say the word hate. Hate has a strong connotation. Hate is a very powerful emotion and nobody should hate anybody else. You could say, I don't like you, I dislike you. You know, but don't say to someone, I hate you. When something happens to them, the reverse thinking is, I hated them or disliked them in life, but now that they're gone, I miss them. Where is that coming from? All of a sudden, 
No, unacceptable. That's shameful on your part when you do that. Now you're thinking, my God, she's really getting onto the subject. It bothers me, okay? Because I see how this world is backwards, backwards. You revere the dead, you don't revere the people that are alive, the people that matter. If I could go back in time and spend as much time with my mother and father, which I did, but I wanted to spend more time with them, tell them I love them every day. I, were, I was inspired by my father. I told him many times, Dad, you are a great, great husband and father. You did a lot for us. You and Mom both, I look up to you. They were the teachers I had growing up. I learned more from them than I did in school. In school, I didn't really learn anything about life. In order for you to live life, in order for you to live life, you have to experience life. Life is, again, like a classroom. We're all at different levels and different stages, but this is where we get our learning from our parents. Look back at their lives and see what they went through as a young child. Again, both of my parents' child's childhoods were robbed. They grew up very quickly, but they held it together because as a family, that's what you need to do. And the exception with my mother, when her father bailed on her and her siblings and her mother, that's shameful right there. Why did you do that? So we never had, and I never, never knew my grandfather. I don't think I would have understood why he did that. Never. But getting back to celebrations, why do people nowadays, yes, the birthdays, the holidays, the, 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 the anniversaries, the retirement parties, whatever, whatever time, the awards ceremony, many people don't get that recognition. They get it after they're gone. And I think that should be, I think, yes, you can respect the dead and you should always respect the dead and revere them, but you should also respect and revere the people that are alive. They need that too. You think that, yes, I get overlooked now because I'm alive, but I think I'll make more of a difference. That's why when I was, you know, floored when that comment came out of, of my friend, I'm like, where are you getting this thinking from? But it's true. Think about it for a second. Now, I didn't think about it then because I never really understood where, where he was going with this. But that's exactly what he said. Think about that for a second. You are more respected, revered, put up there when you're dead than you are when you're alive. When you're alive, you're treated like you're garbage. Think about that for a second. You might have said, yes, I have someone in my life that I care about and I've seen the things that they've done and I admire them and I'm inspired by them and I wanna to get to know how they do things and be like, well, not be like them, be a better version of myself because you really don't wanna copy off of someone. When you copy off of someone, you're not you. You're not an original. I consider myself an original. No one can copy off of me. Nobody knows my life story, but I've seen it happen more often than not on social media. Everybody tries to be like everybody else. Don't do that. Be yourself, be an original, stand out from everybody. Be your own person. I consider myself to be quirky and silly and bizarre. When I do these podcasts, I'm doing it because I want to help people understand. This topic is important to me. Why? Well, look around you. Have you seen anybody that you know of that has gotten special treatment for what they did in life? What did they accomplish in life? What are they accomplishing? They're making it. They're, they're entertainer. They're entertaining you. If they uh, have a company that they're, they're making a product that you think that you can use, that's wonderful. But again, a lot of people do not get that recognition until after they're done, after they're gone. And that's shameful right there.
That's something I will never understand. So you celebrate a person's life, not after they're gone. Not after they're gone. I've seen it all too often. Back in the day, when my parents and where they grew up, when a person died, they made a, they, well, see now, it was a little different now. Most countries will celebrate a person's death by having the party and this and that and the celebration. Because when you think of funeral, take the word funeral, fun. The first three letters are fun. It's like funeral, funeral. Not every funeral is morbid. Not every funeral, there's crying, there's celebration, there's remembering the good times. You're not, you're not mocking the dead. You're remembering the good times. Don't even think about the bad times because the bad times, you don't want that to be a reflection of that person. Every time you think about, like I think about my mother, a part of me saw her struggle through pain. I could not watch her go through pain. It bothered me. And when I think about it, it's hard for me to separate what she went through from her illness to before that. Before that, she wasn't sick, she was well. But the thing is, when I dream about her, I dream about the illness that she suffered. I saw her painfully die. And everyone says, no, she didn't die. Yes, she did die painfully. She died in a hospital. She died in a hospital. They broke her ribs. Now, she may not have felt that, but when you tell me we had to break her ribs, you didn't have to do that. Because they pushed on her and pushed on her and pushed on her to get her back to life. Stop it. She does not want to live like that. Release her from her pain. Nobody has to live in pain. Nobody should have to live in pain. When people tell you that, release me from the pain, honor their wishes. She couldn't hold her head up. She couldn't do much of anything, and it bothered me. When I think about it, it bothers me, even to this day. Now, it's been five years, but for me, it seemed like it just happened yesterday. Now she's not suffering anymore, but let's remember the good things about what she did in her lifetime. Again, with my father, it's the same thing. His death was peaceful but beautiful. And when you say, well, death is beautiful, no. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is how a person dies is beautiful. Whether they do not go through any type of a pain. They don't go through pain. It's like they're going through a peaceful sleep. You're injecting them with a drug to alleviate the pain, to lessen the pain. They're dying peacefully, but they have their families surrounding them. That's what's beautiful, not the actual what they're going through. Because I'm sure my father before that, when he was going through his treatment, he was in pain. And I didn't want to see that. That was terrible. My mother, though, was different. She struggled with pain. She didn't want anybody helping her. She wanted to stand on her own two feet. She wanted to do things on her own, and she knew she couldn't. She had to have help from the family, but she didn't want to. She was that type of a woman. She was stubborn. I saw her go through her worst times when she couldn't hold her head up, and I said, how does anybody live like this? And I couldn't understand why she wanted to be released from the pain. Now I understood. It took that long of a time for me to figure out this is what she wants. I love her very much, and I think about her all the time, but she had said to me too, even before she got sick, this is what she said before. She had said, I'm gonna quote now what she said. She had said, you lose someone in your life, you're never gonna replace them. They're always gonna be in your heart but you always have room for someone to love. 
she wants me to have that. And I said, Mom, I already have that with the man that I love. Okay? You don't have to worry about me anymore. Somebody out there for everybody. I'm lucky enough to have been blessed with him because God brought us together. God saw that we were made for each other, that we fit together. We fit together. Again, similar backgrounds, different, but similar. Because again, I admire people that have struggled and failed. Because those two are strengths. There are no weaknesses in that. How do you think people succeed in life? You have to fail. But you can't fail one time. You have to do it as many times. And again, you will get your just rewards. You will succeed in life. You will get through whatever's thrown at you. If you're lucky enough, again, to have someone to fall back on, that's wonderful because you could do it together. But for the times that I did it when I was in my early 20s and on, I was by myself. I did it myself. How did I get through it? Through positivity, through staying focused, through not letting those bad experiences ruin what I had to not bring me down. If you have negativity around you, you're never gonna get through anything in life. You can't always be negative. You have to be 110% positive and you have to stay focused because if you don't, you're not gonna get through any of life's challenges. It's gonna be hard. But to me, when, when I think of celebration, why do we celebrate someone's death? Why don't we celebrate someone's life while they're still living? I'm gonna make that a topic, that headline. Celebrate someone's life, not after they're gone. You could celebrate someone's death, but it doesn't have the same meaning because that person's not going to know. They're not going to see it. They're not going to hear it. They're gone. And that's what bothers me. Celebrate them now when they're alive because once they're gone, that's it. They're gone forever. So I'm going to end it because it's almost 2 o'clock and I need to take a little bit of a break, but I will return to this topic because it is important. I will make a video. I want people to understand my emotions through this whole thing and my opinion on this. This is my opinion. Again, you don't have to agree, but it does make sense. Let's celebrate life. Let's celebrate a person's life when they're alive, not when they're dead because it's too late. They're not going to thank you for everything that you're talking about them through a positive light. They can't see or hear you. But when they're alive, they can. So that's what matters. Let's give reverence and praise to the people who are alive now, not when they're already gone. Because that's very shameful if you do that. People do matter and are important in this lifetime. So I'm going to say God bless all of you. Remember, be positive in a negative world because it doesn't work the other way around. And again, struggles, obstacles, they're successes. They're strengths. They're not weaknesses. They are strengths. Remember that. So God bless all of you. Stay safe. Stay strong. Be positive. Take care. Mm -hmm.